This Thursday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the Word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled both boats, so that they were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him, and likewise James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Before getting into the Gospel, I'd like to comment on something I've been thinking about these days. The Word of God is, above all, to be contemplated. Before starting to draw conclusions, morals, doctrines, or recipes, which doesn't mean that the Word of God doesn't teach a doctrine or way of living, before that, we have to contemplate it. We have to become amazed. We have to fall in love with it. When we read the Gospel, we have to do it with love. Because if we don't fall in love, then all the detailed analysis, reasoning, or recipes that teach us how to live are useless. The gospel is not the art of living a better life. Sometimes we priests, and I include myself, want to get brilliant ideas from the gospel, give recipes, tell everybody what we have to do and what we don't have to do. And we forget that the gospel the story we listen to, is in itself a love song for man, for you, for me. That's why my job as a priest is to fall in love with God's word first and then help you fall in love with Jesus too and with what he says and does. I think that's the way listeners of the word of God have to follow. As St. Paul says, For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your slaves for the sake of Jesus. Pope Francis says something very nice about the job of a preacher. Our Christian identity is that baptismal hug which makes us beloved sons of Mary long for that other hug with our merciful Father who waits for us in glory. A preacher's hard and beautiful job is to make people stand between these two hugs. That's where the Word of God has to take us, to remember the warm hug that we've received from God and longing for that ultimate hug. 
Today is a day to contemplate, to picture this beautiful scene from the gospel, to get inside it as if you were there, to fall in love with the Jesus who amazes us, astonishes, calls, gets into the boat, teaches, forgives, soothes, invites to trust, and turns a simple fisherman into a fisher of men. Today, I would like to remain silent, wouldn't you? I would like to not say very much. I would like to simply highlight some brush strokes that the gospel has already drawn. We see Jesus getting into Peter's boat, getting into his life, his place of work, much in the way that he got into my life and wants to get into yours if you're listening. He asks you to make room for him in your life, in your home. Jesus invites Peter to trust his word. He invites us to believe, to abandon ourselves, to believe not so much in ourselves, but in him. And once Peter begins to trust, at your command, I will lower the nets, then everything is transformed, and what's inexplicable happens. The two boats overflow with fish. Just as your life is full, and mine is too, they're full of presence that God gives us. Peter recognizes greatness. He is amazed, and he falls at Jesus' knees, not because he's miserable, but because he's facing something so much greater than we are. We are sinners, but that doesn't mean we're nothing. We are something, but something small before Jesus. We can only see how little we are when we discover how great God is and how great Jesus is. We cannot recognize who Jesus is if we do not realize that we're small before God. Finally, Jesus says to Peter, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid of being a sinner. I already know that. Jesus knows that we're sinners. He knows everything and doesn't care. He transforms what seems to be useless and turns it into something great. The world produces sinners and then discards them. Jesus embraces the sinners, forgives them, and turns them into fishers of men. I hope you feel like embracing Jesus today and that you feel like falling at his knees. I hope you can recognize how small you are, how great God is and how much He has done for us in our lives. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of God, our merciful Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever.